Because you're an Eagle Scout, right? I am, but I like to say that I'm probably the world's worst Eagle Scout. Don't let him fool you, folks. I've seen him start a fire with just his pinky nail. Start the timer. Welcome to the Location Indie Podcast, a behind-the-scenes, unfiltered, no-holds-barred look at the realities of the location-independent lifestyle from two guys living that lifestyle. I'm Jason, and I just stole the introduction right under Travis's nose. I'm Trav. You did. <laughs> that was pretty cool. <laughs> I didn't expect to do that, actually. For some reason, you took this breath, and I just oh. Here, I'm just going to go with this. Yeah, just keep going, man. That's what partnerships are all about. Sometimes <laughs> you're just feeling it. I was going to, I had a tagline for myself too. So I'm, I'm, I guess I might as well throw it out here because I've already thought about it. I was just going to say, I've never been to Montana before, but I'm about to. Yeah, boy. Oh, it's awesome. As Trav raises the roof circa 1999. I feel like Montana is one... Of, I just stole that from you because you were taking a breath there. I feel like Montana is one of those places that... We talked about this the other day when we when we were in podcasting. We were just actually talking as friends, which happens every once in a while. That, mon- <laughs> that Montana... Every once in a while, we talk seems, as friends. We only talk with microphones in our Montana faces. Montana seems like Colorado 20 to 30 years ago. Like I'm so excited to go to Montana, not just because it's a new state for me, but because I just feel like it's cool, but it hasn't been totally like put out there yet, right? It's not. It's not like it's not overrun. It's not overrun. It's not a mass destination. You're get. You're still. Pr- you're getting pretty remote. Like I'm very, very, very excited to go to the state of Montana. And tell everybody what you're doing there because I am very jealous of this trip and wish I could yeah, join Yeah, so we, we teased this out a little bit in the last episode. If you listen to that, you're getting your reward now for, for listening. I am going on a, a digital detox. And the reason being, A, I, wanted, I want to, but B, we are going on a rafting trip, my buddies and I, uh, there's six of us, down the Smith River. Now, now let me put it this way. We're su- okay, we're supposed to go down the Smith River. Apparently, beginning of August, it can get the flow can get pretty low, the river can get pretty low, and it's like a 59-mile trip. Oh, you might have to port. Yeah, Are you ready to port? It's a 59-mile trip. The only place to really stop is like I guess halfway there's a guy who sells some supplies, right? So, if it's too low on parts of the river, you just have to carry your canoes and rafts and everything. And so I, we're supposed to go down the Smith River, but we've been checking the water levels. Actually, my buddy is way more prepared than me, and we'll get into that and why why that's going to play in today's show. He's been checking the water levels like every hour and sending updates. I don't even know how to check the water levels. And he's just saying, I don't know if we could do this, but I've got like three other routes planned, three other rivers and different... Th- he, he lives out there and different plans, blah, 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 blah. I'm like, dude, I'm just... I'm flying out. Come pick me up at the airport, wherever you decide to go. I don't care. Let's just do it. So, but uh, the original plan and the one we might go with is a five day float down the Smith River, which has no cell service, no internet, nothing like that. Um, if we don't do that, we are going to do a two or three or four day rafting 
canoeing trip down a different river and then camp out in Glacier National Park. So we'll still be remote. We'll still be out there and I'll still be on a digital detox no matter what we do because it's Montana. And why, why not? Now, as, yeah, as you describe this and even just saying the word river, I can, I can smell a river. I can feel the river. There's a river lifestyle, right? People that like to yeah, be river rats. near rivers or something. Yeah, I, I guess river rats. Yeah, those rafting uh, guides that are like rock stars, right? And, you know, just living down by the river and... Ah, something about rivers, beautiful rivers and nature and the smell and in the morning, just getting on the river. Oh, you're in for a treat, my friend. And it's to me, uh, one of the big ways that I like to travel is to incorporate nature into, uh, or I should say nature adventures into uh, my travels as much as I can. And I, I have not had the pleasure of doing it recently uh, just because my trips have been conferences and cities and visiting well, you, families. Yeah, and you and, uh, you now have two kids, like, like that, obvious two young kids, you know, two and, and yeah. new, literally newborn. So that makes newborn, it much yeah. harder to do, to just pack up and go on an adventure trip. It does, but it, it really... It, that style of travel really suits my personality. And then I love when you get off the river out into out from the nature experience and you get to go into a small town or uh, some some place or even a city and go hit uh, um, Moab's coming to mind, Utah, like just getting off these mountain biking trails or camping. And then you come into town and you get to have a good beer and a Mexican meal or something somewhere. And it's just, you just earned it, right? Because you've been outside all day. And in Trav's case, he'll have been carrying canoes around. <laughs> yeah, hopefully we're not shallow water. Hopefully we're not carrying canoes so, for 59 miles. I, I'm certainly <sighs> not in great shape right now. Nor, never would I have been enjoyed carrying a canoe for 59 miles, nor would anyone, I think. But uh, right now, man, that's going to be tough. It, it's also the physical aspect. There's something about, um, yeah, that style of travel and, and having a physical component that keeps you, I don't know, keep, keeps me energized. You're still seeing new things and you're meeting new people, but you get to do something physical with your body and you're not just, you know, sitting around eating every day for days on end. I just really Heather and I it. have, and it's obviously, it's also reinvigorating to get back into nature and re-energize. Heather and I have talked about this for the last year, year and a half. Now she was pregnant. Now we have a nine month old, right? So there's been, it's been certainly more difficult to, to do some of that type of travel. But I, I've said to her starting about two years ago, probably I love, I love traveling and I love going to cities and eating at awesome restaurants and finding the best breweries and drinking. Well, I don't drink coffee, but finding the best coffee for her. And in my case, drinking the best beer, eating the best ice cream, all that. And that's why we have our travel podcast and people love it. And that's cool. And I, I love doing that too. But I said to her, I really want, and it doesn't have to be every trip, but I want to start planning travel around some sort of adventure or some sort of physical activity or at least something with a mission. It doesn't have to be a five to seven day rafting trip, right? But it can. we could say, all right, at least in this 10-day trip, we're going to have two of them where we're going on a hike or something. It, it, it's just the, been the missing component to our travels for a while. Our adventure part always came from us finding our own adventures and wandering around and doing some interesting stuff, but it was never planned. And so I think for me, that's a step that I want to take 
in our travel life over the next four, five, six years, I don't know why I just said four, five, and six. I mean, starting right now, who knows when it's going to end. It's just more adventure, nature, physical travel. Because you're right, there's there's just, it's just a completely different feeling. And it's something that I've been missing. And it is, it's a reward. It's a like when you then sit down and have a beer, it's a reward. It's not, oh, I've been to five breweries today. So I'm just like sitting here putting 10,000 calories of beer down my throat, which can be fun here and there. But I'm with you, man. I, I definitely want to do more of that adventure, nature, physical, it's, whatever you want to call it's it. the best. Yeah, my best trip for that was spending three and a half months in Patagonia and just getting to bounce around and do all these different treks and raft rivers. And oh, that's a whole other thing to talk about. But uh, it's it's certainly a style of travel that I, I love and, and really miss. And it's interesting because I was thinking about this yesterday as my kids are getting older. You mentioned having kids. I have a newborn and one, uh, he's just not even three weeks old yet and my daughter's not even two and a half yet and just how much kids change and how they're growing all the time and how parents always comment on oh they're just changing so much and they're growing and of course they are you see that and you see how much they change and it's very dramatic right because they're growing before your eyes and all of a sudden there they are and now they're reaching on the counter and they can reach those things that used to put out of the way (laughs) that you thought they couldn't reach and now all of a sudden they can reach it and we get to be adults and I think it's really easy to look at your partner or your friends or whoever and just kind of see the same person because you've known that person for so long but just because we're not kids and we're not physically growing or maybe I'm physically growing the wrong way in the wrong places, I don't know, uh, but we're still changing, right? We're still growing. Everything is growing and changing all the time but as adults... I think we get locked in and yes, you see people age, but for some reason we don't think about, oh, our personalities can change dramatically at any age and they are changing because you get older and you get different experiences and that's what it is. So the fact that you're talking about this now is just your personality's changed and now not not the essence of who you are, but just there's something new that you're interested in and you want to explore this and that's just natural and changing as a person. And I think that's really important to be open to that because I I think it's great what you're doing with this trip because it's just, yeah, it's just something new and this is something you want to do. And now you're kickstarting it in this way. And what a great way to do it. Yeah, it'll be one of the first times I do a trip like this since I was, I'm going to say 15, 16. So maybe in 20 years. I mean, when... Because you're an Eagle Scout, right? I am, but I like to say that I'm probably the world's worst eagle scout don't let him fool you folks i've seen him start a fire with just his pinky nail yeah here's the thing i (laughs) when it came to boy scouts i was talking with my buddy who was in boy scouts with me yesterday when it came to boy scouts i loved the camaraderie of of it but i didn't care i mean camping was fine I, i i like camping but i don't really like campfires like, yeah, you know, they're okay, but I just Who doesn't like campfires? What do you me, mean? Me. Me. Why? Why they're don't you okay. like campfires? They're That's the most okay. ridiculous thing. Come on. All everyone's right, we have to end like, this podcast right now. Everyone's always like, oh, I love Goodbye. a good campfire. I'm going to yeah. start a campfire and sit out by the fire. I'm like, eh, I don't care. What do you Whatever. mean? Go for it. I, I'll, I'll sit there for a little bit. I don't know. I don't like the smoke. I don't like smelling like smoke. I, I don't know. I don't mind campfires when I'm camping, but I, like in my backyard having campfire, eh, I take it or leave it. Don't care. Um, so don't love campfires. Camping's okay. Hiking's okay. Like I don't 
it's it's not that I dislike any of the things that we did in Boy Scouts, but I would rather have been out at that age playing sports, right? And and so whenever we were doing sports in Boy Scout, I loved it. But everything else, like, oh, we're gonna go on this crazy long hike, or we're gonna whittle this stick to like blah blah blah. I'm like, I okay, I mean, I'll do it, but it's not my thing. See, all right, so, now you you have to go cam- you have to go camping with the three amigos. My buddy Mike, who yeah. you know, who works with us at Location Indie. And Joe, who you know, and myself, and we haven't gone on a camping trip for a while, but we have this tradition, and we play extreme bocce ball at the okay. campsite, where we play bocce ball through the woods. Yeah, and, that's you know, so great. Combining an activity with camping, telling I, you, you would love it. I just want to extreme bocce there. ball sounds right up my alley. <laughs> so it's not that I dislike anything about that; it's just I didn't love it. So the fact that I became an Eagle Scout was kind of funny because my buddy, and and we'll talk about him now, who's going with me on this Montana trip. His name's, I'm going to just call, his name's John, but I'm going to keep calling him Odor because if I try to say John, I'm going to forget. So we call him Odor because his last name's Odessa, right? He never got one merit badge in Boy Scouts. He never went past the very first level, which isn't even Tenderfoot. I think it's just called Boy Scout, like in the beginning. Yet he is on this trip that we're going on. The dude is the most prepared, which is if anyone knows Boy Scouts, it's the motto, be prepared, right? The most prepared human I know. I got a text from him three days ago with all his stuff packed. It looks like like you couldn't pack something this nice if it was on a store shelf, right? It's like a display. Everything's packed. He he sent a cooler out to Montana to our other friend like three weeks ago, stocked with stuff. Um, so you know he has all the best gear, everything. Three days ago, I get a text like, "Dude, I I'm off work. Uh, today was my last day. I'm already packed. What am I gonna do? I'm going crazy." So you have this guy who was a never got a merit badge, didn't care about that, but is super is like the prototypical Boy Scout. Then you have me, my personality is like, yeah, I'll go and do like jump through the hoops to get these merit badges because oh, my parents are like, if you're an Eagle Scout, that'll look good on a resume. And at some point, I just got close enough that I figured I'm going to finish this off. But our personalities are completely, completely different. And this this shows it, right? This this trip, he's bringing all this stuff. He's got like not drones and like six batteries for his drones and a satellite phone and like the dude has fishing gear and he bought UV protected like long sleeve shirts, which I didn't even know existed. Cause I'm like, wait, if I'm just wearing a long sleeve shirt, how am I going to get burnt anyway? Or, you know, whatever. He's got all this gear and he's telling me for the last couple weeks, you got to get this, you got to get this. What did I do on Wednesday or Thursday? few days before the trip, I went on Amazon and just started ordering stuff to my buddy's house in Montana that would get their two-day prime. And if it wasn't two days, I'm like, I guess I just won't have it. No big deal. And he's like, what? You're right. not going to have <laughs> an inflatable pillow? How are you going to live? I'm like, ah, dude, I'll make it work. You know, So um, That's completely so different yeah. styles and personalities. You were in the Boy Scouts for the s'mores. Let's be honest. It was all about the but s'mores. But I don't know because Heather loves s'mores. No. But I just don't care. Yeah. That's one reason I don't care about campfires. You know, S'mores, eh, give me ice cream, man. Sidebar, sidebar, my wife asked me the other week why I never made her s'mores before. I was like, I, I don't even make s'mores for myself. That, that I can't remember the last time I made a s'more. I'm sorry, I'll make like you a s'more next time. Sure. Who doesn't well, like okay. Who doesn't s'mores? like Chocolate, them, but do you prefer them? So for me, 
if someone offers me a s'more or basically any other dessert, I'm probably going with any other dessert. Like, give me cheesecake, give me ice cream. Like, oh yeah, I'm I'm going with ice cream or something like that. I'm not Jonesy right, for s'mores, either. but my last name's Moore, so you can call me Jason S'more. Me Dude, there was a summer two years ago, Jason S'more, where Heather, my <laughs> wife, made a s'more almost every single day of the summer. Like she, she would make a campfire maybe once every three days. So she have s'mores, and when she didn't make a campfire, she would oh, make okay. s'mores yeah, that's, in that's the true. oven. I'm like, you care that much? Yeah, about that's s'mores? geeky. S'more. No, I no, I don't care that much about s'mores. Uh, as you know, Trav, I'm a snickerdoodle guy and an ice cream guy, and then that's those are my probably my primo desserts, and then then I can move into you know the cakes. So anyway, we're getting off track because you finished the last. Your last little uh, Boy Scout spiel talking about personalities and the differences in them. And it, it does become clearer, right? When you travel with somebody, it, you can see those extreme personality differences, right? And how people are taking the unexpected, how people are preparing for their trips to the airport. Or, you know, some people are, you, you can even see it at the airport. Sometimes you see people lugging like so much luggage. It's, it's you know, maybe they're going to be moving somewhere, but sometimes they're just going somewhere. A for weekend. A few days or a week. Everybody just has their <laughs> the own. weekend warriors with like three, three suitcases. I'm like, oh, where are you going? Oh, I'm going to Indianapolis for a two-day conference. Like, what do you have in there? <laughs> but, uh, yeah, personality differences also play into how you run your location-independent business, right? Do you want to talk a little business in this podcast? I don't know. It's hard because I'm really enjoying the travel talk, but this is about the lifestyle and, and the business, I guess. So we can push it over there and just have a little chat about that because I think, yeah, I mean, I'm just going to say really quickly, I think that as I mentioned, all of our personalities are changing constantly, even though it might be subtle, we might not be aware, but we might look back a year later and be like, hey, I'm a much different person than I was a year ago. I'm interested in these things now. Why aren't I interested in those things before? And sometimes you can feel bad about not being interested in the same things like, oh, why aren't I as interested in, in that as I was? You know, it's something I used to be passionate about. Maybe things have just changed. But anyway, when it comes to business, I think it is important also to be aware of the things that you are interested in. And trying to concentrate your efforts and your time on those things that are more suited for you. And I can give an example of this in a second in my own personal life, but I wanted to hear your thoughts. Yeah, I think it's not feeling pressured to do something that is not a good fit for your personality and that you might not enjoy. Now, sometimes you don't know if you're going to enjoy something until you try it. And one of the beauties of creating your own business, but especially creating your own online business and especially doing it when there isn't the financial, like you have to make money right away, which is one of the reasons we recommend if people have a job right now, not to quit it and and to, and to just try to start something right away, but to try to start something while they have a job is that you could just try stuff, right? You, you, like you don't, a lot of times you don't know what medium. And if we talk about it that way, you're going to like, like, Hey, you might not even know what what business you want to start, but you might not even know how you want to present the material. Do you want to present in a blog form? Do you want to present in podcast? Do you want to present it in video? I've tried all three and I've liked all three differing amounts over my six year journey, right? I've, I've never not loved podcasting, but I certainly have liked video and liked writing more and less. Like those kind of go up and down where podcasting has been the constant for me, where it's like, I love to talk especially when it's you and I coming on or me and a guest or me and Heather. I love doing that. So it's always, for me, been a great medium to present 
content because I really, really enjoy it. But for some people, they would hate it. You know, they would hate getting on a podcast. Yeah, yeah podcasting is, is my example as well because I, there's a reason 95% of my content <laughs> that I've created in my life when I've gotten to this phase of, you know, sharing my perspectives on travel and things like that, whether it's location India or zero to travel or whatever, it uh, are podcasts because I found this is what I really enjoy to do. Uh, enjoy doing, I should say. I love getting on the mic. I love having our chats here with this podcast. I love being able to interview people. I love being able to share my thoughts and speak them so people can hear. You can really understand oh, how somebody feels about something when you hear them speak about it because you hear the tonality and you can understand how what, what words they're emphasizing. I mean, it's just a whole different thing as opposed to if you're reading a written piece. And I appreciate writing and I appreciate video and I appreciate all those mediums from an artistic perspective. And I'm interested in right. those and I want to do more writing and video do sounds fun to do for me. Do you want to do more writing though? Because that's the thing that I hear I, you say a lot and, and I say it a I lot do. too, but I don't know if it's true. Like <laughs> in I don't, theory, I don't know I, if it's true. In theory, I want to write more, but every time I sit down to do it, I don't want to do it. So maybe the answer is I don't want to I'll tell do you it. why I want to do it. I want to have, because there's a certain book or two, but I will just say one just to get not get carried away that I want to write. And I want to be able to have that because once you write something like that and create it and put it together, you, you know, that thing can live on. You have that forever. And that's something even my kids could read and they could say, oh, okay, this is like a moment in my dad's life that this is how he felt about these things and, and this is part of who he is. And there's something about articulating that and editing it and piecing it together and coming up with a final product that you can hold and touch and say, okay, this is these are my feelings on this thing right now. And I, I love that. that. That's the idea that I love about writing. It's not so much cranking out blog articles or anything like that. It's, it's, it's a, that concept. It's kind of like we talked about with me saying I wanted to do more adventure travel. It's, you want a mission and you want to work towards completing that mission because then no one can take that away from you. And and I think part of it, Jay, is probably you, you know that it would be hard for you to write a book because I always consider myself a writer and I still think I'm a... You know, I'm not. I don't. I'm not trying to be pompous, but I. I still think I'm a good writer. And when I was a kid, I loved writing, and I would even write my own. Try to write my own novels. So I've always loved writing, as well. But I think right now in my life, it would be very hard for me to to focus enough to get a book out. So I think, am I right in saying like that's why I would want to have something too? Because I I'd be like, this was hard. This wasn't super simple for me to do. I I like the thought behind it and I like that I've done it but it's not necessarily something that came easy to me yeah absolutely there is the challenge aspect of it certainly uh, and that's one thing I love about interviewing people as well or even when we hop on the mic and yeah well we've done however many who knows how many podcasts and host co-hosted webinars and get togethers for location indie and everything that we do a lot but still there's that element of okay what's going to happen you know, we're going to show up, we're going to turn on these mics, maybe we have an idea of something that we're going to talk about. And specifically for this podcast, we don't really know. It's not pre-planned. We don't really know what direction it's going to go. We don't know what's going to happen. I didn't know I was going to be speaking these words, not to get all meta on this. But that's an exciting thing. And when it comes to interviewing people, and I'm sure you can speak to this, Trav, and we just did a, 
um, a workshop for Location Indie members about interviewing and that craft and some tips around that. Uh, I, what I love is just en- being endlessly curious about people as you are and trying to understand, okay, what is it that makes this person tick? What kind of knowledge do they have? What kind of experiences do they have they can share that I'll never get to have or that, that with their own unique perspective, I'm going to be able to learn from and I'm going to be able to share this conversation. Other people can learn and gain value from that too. And there's something about facilitating those conversations that just, I don't know, it, it really, I tend to gravitate towards audio and the podcast, I think, for a variety of reasons and those being a few. Yeah, so I think to me, the main the main theme that, comes out of this episode in in everything we've talked about, whether it be your travel style, whether it be your online business style, is that it's going to change. One, you know, you're going to, once you get out and do something, you're going to say, oh, maybe I like this more than than I thought, or maybe I don't like it as much, or or maybe I like this, but I want to try something else because I heard someone else was doing it, whatever. And to really just not feel pressure from other people to do something that you don't want to do or in a way that you don't want to do it. So bringing it back to that example of, of being packed, right? Well, my buddy Oder sent me that text message of, hey, man, I'm packed. And it was like three days in advance, four days in advance. I'm usually packing a couple hours before I go on a trip. Now, I know that's not common for everyone. That's how I operate. It can give some people a little bit of anxiety. But for me, I, I've done it enough. I, I, that's just how I like to do it. If I'm packed too soon, I actually feel anxious because I'm like, well, what am I supposed to do now? So, but when he sent me that text, I I kind of felt that, oh man, should I pack now? You know, someone else is doing this. Should I do it? And then I had to sit back and say, Trav, look at it. Uh, you have like three or four days. What, you, you've got plenty of time and that's not how you operate. And so whether it's a little thing like that or whether it's a big thing like, hey, should I do a podcast? Because we get asked that all the time. I was just, I was actually just at podcast movement in Philly, Jay. And the, this one person said, I, I sitting down with her and she's like, yeah, I don't know if I want to do video. She has a blog, right? So she writes right now. And she goes, yeah, people keep telling me I should do a podcast and I should do video. I don't know which one I sh- should do. Convince me of why I should do a podcast. And I literally said to her, I don't care what you do. I, and I'm not going to convince you to do a podcast because I have no idea if you like podcasts. I, I just met you. I, you know, you tell me. So I said, like, what do you like to do? Do you like to listen to podcasts? more? do you like to watch videos? So we started unpacking it a little bit, right? And so th- th- it was just this weird thing where she asked me to convince her to do something. And I thought, wh- why would I tell you someone who doesn't know you at all, has never read your blog and has no idea of your personality or what you like. Why should I convince you to do something? But so many people are looking for, oh, someone told me I should do this. Someone told me I should do a video. Someone told me I should do a podcast. Instead of listening to what other people are telling you to do, just take a look at yourself and say, what do you enjoy doing? And here's the beauty of it. Try it. Try a podcast. Try a video. You'll probably find that you that you prefer one or the other. You might know right off the bat if you know your personality as well. Right, right. You don't even have to publish them. You can just do them and see interview a friend or whatever and record it and just see how it is or whatever. But that's that's great advice. And yeah, in this day and age, especially if you're studying online business or trying to do this whole location independent thing, it's so easy to get sucked into that that narrative of, well, you got to have your social media and you got to have this and that and you got to do all these things and then you get spread so thin it's just impossible to be awesome at everything. There are very few people that 
do that at a certain level where their their YouTube channel is awesome and their podcast gets downloaded millions of times and their articles get shared all over. It's just it's not realistic from I mean, I'm not poo-pooing that idea. If you can do it, by all means, go for it. But it, it seems that there are a lot of different creative ways to earn a living online. And if you don't feel like you can do everything, um, awesome. Just pick something that you enjoy that you can a, do well. And a lot of times, a lot of times, that. Jay, sorry to cut you off. It didn't start with them doing all three things at once. It wasn't like, man, this oh, person yeah, came true. out with a, a YouTube channel and a podcast and a blog. And wow, look at him go. I'll give you an example. Tim Ferriss has a huge podcast now, right? There's a few reasons why his podcast is huge. One is he he gets really great guests. Two is he's you know it's pretty like I enjoy it. He's a good, he's a decent interviewer. Asks good questions. And three is that he had a huge audience because he wrote massively bestseller books, had a huge blog. Then when he turned into a uh, not turned it into a podcast, but started podcasting, he already had a built-in audience. Some of them are naturally going to come over the podcast because they already listen to podcasts. And then that allowed him to get huge guests like Arnold Schwarzenegger because they're like, oh, Tim Ferriss, like, I know who this guy is. He didn't say, I'm going to start all three of these at once. He started writing, what, maybe 10 years before he started a podcast, maybe even more, and writing to a very, very high level. So I, if you're, if you're starting out and, and you haven't done any of it, Pick one to start because you're not going to be able to become successful in all three. And after you get some momentum with one, then maybe decide. And I did that, Jay. I had had the blog, then decided I want to do a podcast. You kind of had the blog, but not didn't do as much of it. You you almost started with a podcast, really, as your main source of content creation. So don't try to do three or you know I, when i say three i mean podcast video and and written you know audio video and written don't try to do all three at once pick one try it out if you like it keep going if you don't switch don't feel like you have to do something cuz someone else is doing it and to help you pick one to tie a bow on this take a look at your personality and what jibes with that the most you know for me i always loved chatting people and get to know getting to know people so when I tried to match that with, okay, what can I do online? A podcast was the natural answer, even though it seems obvious in retrospect. It wasn't so obvious in the moment to figure that out, but maybe just taking a step back and looking at the things that you enjoy right now and how that can fit into your business is a good place to start. Trav, we're getting buzzed out in about 10 seconds. Any last words of advice? Well, this will be the last time I talk to you for seven days, so... Wish oh boy! Wish wish me luck on that river. I might come back with huge biceps from carrying a canoe over my head for fifty nine miles, man. Yeah, I hope that uh, all goes well. Make sure uh, you enjoy your time on the river, and I'm sure it's going to be cleansing both for your body, your mind, and your soul. So that's not both. That's all of the <laughs> <Yeah>. above. <laughs> I was going to say cleansing your body and your mind, but then I had to add your soul. Yeah, it has so to there be. we go. I mean, it, ha- <laughs> it has to 
cleanse my soul. I need a Cleansing soul. I need a deep your body, soul mind, cleanse. and soul. There you go. Thank you. Guys Wait, for- we said we loved podcasting. We loved talking. We didn't say we were always great at it. Yeah, that, that's, that's true. That's, that's true. Um, but the point is to have fun. Hey, I want to give a quick shout out to Rachel uh, Story in um, Location Indie. She says, I did it. Remember the post I made outlining my new goals for my new travel blog? While well, I accomplished the first one, I wrote and launched an ebook guide to getting started teaching English online, which is a great way to go location independent, by the way, if you're a native English speaker and, um, and you can, <laughs> you can uh, teach other people, you'd actually don't need to even be a professional teacher or anything. Um, it's just a way that we've seen uh, a few people more than a few people in our community go location independent. They start by teaching English online to foreigners who want to learn English. And just because you teach uh, no English, you're able to, uh, to teach and earn a living location independent. So if you want to get that ebook, by the way, gratefulgypsies.com. Yeah. Congratulations, Rachel. One of our past location indie members of the month, always super enthusiastic and and super um, inspiring. Congrats, Rachel. And for everyone who is interested in location independence, if you're not a member of the community already, you can check it out, locationindie.com. Join the mailing list. We'll get you all types of good information. And you'll be the first person to know when we open up membership for new members again. So thank you guys for, uh, for chatting with us. Remember, just be yourself. Be yourself. We'll chat soon. See ya. Cheers.